It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, special thank you once again to Kelda Capper Kyle for hosting the podcast last night. He will once again be filling in for me once a week. He goes two and two on the card, so let's recap it for you. He cashes on the Blue Devils of Duke with ease. They get the job done at Miami. That was an easy winter chicken dinner. Then I loved his play in the Missouri Valley. He had Indiana State coming off of back-to-back losses, taking on the worst team in the Missouri Valley in Valparaiso. And yes, the Sycamores get the job done. They blitz him in the second half. They cover the number, and he gets to cash the ticket. His two losers on the card, well, he bet DePaul and Marquette under. And the DePaul side, I agreed with, but the Blue Demons just don't play defense. They give up 105 points to Marquette. And unfortunately, that one sailed past the number, and he lost the under. He also had UNC Asheville, minus the point on the road. They had a nine-point lead. They were up at halftime. Felt pretty good about that play with Drew Pember on the floor. But unfortunately, when it was all said and done, UNC Asheville, the Bulldogs lose that game outright, and he loses the ticket. You guys voted for that one on Twitter. Thank you for the votes. But unfortunately, once again, UNC Asheville goes down in defeat. I'll be back with a big card here in just a moment. But first, trivia question for you. And this one was inspired by Allen, New York. Name the three college basketball coaches to take five different teams to the NC2A tournament. Your hint here, one is active and two recently retired in the last few years. We'll get to that answer at the end of the show here. But now, let's get to my card for Thursday. Yes, I'm going to have seven games, so three bonus games. Yeah, after taking one day off, I need action today. I'm coming back with a lot of volume. So here we go. Let's start in the America East. It's Maine minus the four and a half against UMBC. This line unfortunately moved on me by two points. Hopefully it doesn't finish at three or four. Otherwise, I'm going to be banging my head. The Black Bears of Maine are limping into this one. Three consecutive losses. They're just three and eight in the conference. Four home losses this season and a 70-65 to loss at UMBC back in January. They did beat Bryant to start the month, and they've actually played respectable during this three-game losing skit. They lost at New Hampshire by three. They lost at Bryant by five. Then they lost to top dog Vermont by 11 over the weekend. UMBC, well, they've been playing good basketball here as well of late. They lost to Vermont by just two, and now they've won two consecutive games. They're 4-8 in the conference. The Retrievers actually rank second on offense. That's impressive for a 4-8 basketball team. They do rank ninth on defense, so there's their Achilles heel. Maine, meanwhile, ranks eighth on offense, third on defense. I'm going to back the home team with the better defense tonight. Give me the Black Bears of Maine, minus the 4.5 at home over UMBC. Next up on the card, we go to the CAA. This line jumped on me as well. It's Hofstra, minus the three and a half, against Drexel. So let's do it again. These two played a great basketball game last week at Drexel, with the Dragons winning by two after having to rally from 13 down. 
Both teams shot over 50% in that one. The Dragons are 10-4 and four in the CAA this season. They have five road wins already this season. They have one top 100 win. They have seven top 200 wins on the season. They have the third best offense and the fourth best defense in the CAA. Meanwhile, the Pride of Hofstra are 9-5 and five in the CAA. Only Princeton and Charleston have been able to beat them at home this season. They have one top 100 victory. They have six top 200 wins on the season. They're fourth best on offense, third best on defense. Add in the home court revenge spot from last week. Yeah, I'll lay the points. Wish it was still a little bit lower, but let's do it. Hofstra minus the three and a half at home over Drexel. Next up on the card, we go to the American. This should be an interesting basketball game. It's Florida Atlantic minus the six and a half against SMU. And yes, this jump from five on me. FAU got down 25 at South Florida on Sunday. They rallied, but fell short by losing by four. The Owls can score, but this Mustang D should be a good test tonight. Florida Atlantic is number one on offense in the conference. SMU is number three on defense. Only regular season meeting between the two 10-3 teams. Yeah, both teams are near the top of the conference. SMU has won six consecutive basketball games. That's the eighth longest winning streak in the country. The Mustangs have five road wins this season, but if the Owls bring that final 10 minutes of intensity that they displayed at Tampa for a full 40 tonight, watch out. It's go time. I'm going to back the Owls one more time. Give me FAU minus the six and a half over SMU. Next up on the card, we'll go to the Pac-12. It's Arizona State plus the two and a half against Washington. So it's been a tough year for Bobby Hurley and the Sun Devils. They're 13 and 13 overall. They're seven and eight in the Pac-12, losing six of their last eight games. They were crushed by 45 at Arizona on Saturday. That doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. They lost at home this year to the likes of UCLA, Stanford, and Cal. That's not necessarily the who's who of the Pac-12 this year. But that's all the bad. They do have six top 100 wins, and they do have a decent home court edge. Meanwhile, the Huskies of Washington are 14-12 and 12 this year. They're 6-9 and nine in the Pac-12. They lost on Saturday by two at home against California. They've won a couple on the road in conference, beating Cal and Oregon State. The Huskies ranked third on offense. They beat Arizona State by 15 in the first meeting. But I think the Sun Devils will show some fight at home tonight. It's their most winnable home game remaining on the schedule. So let's grab the points. I'm taking Arizona State plus the two and a half at home over Washington. Next up on the card, it's bonus bet number one, and it's in the whack. It's Seattle minus the five and a half against Stephen F. Austin. So the Red Hawks of Seattle are 16 and 10 on the year. They're nine and six in the whack. They've won four of their last five games. Seattle is six and one in conference at home, including that nice upset win over Grand Canyon this year. Seattle ranks fifth on offense, fourth on defense. The Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin are 14-11 and 11 on the season. They're 7-7 seven and seven at home. They're losers of five of their last seven games. They do have decent numbers away from home this year with three conference road wins. Plus, they did beat Seattle in overtime in the first meeting of the year. The Lumberjacks rank sixth on both ends of the floor. Seattle's playing the better basketball of late. They have the home court edge. They have the revenge spot. So let's lay the points here. Give me the Red Hawks of Seattle, minus the five and a half 
over Stephen F. Austin. Next up on the card, we go to the Summit League. It's North Dakota State plus the one and a half against St. Thomas. So this conference is still in play with these two currently in third and fourth place in the conference. North Dakota State still has the number one team in the conference on Saturday and then the number two team to finish the regular season at home in the finale. St. Thomas has the number two ranked team on the road this Saturday. So yes, a lot of games against number one and number two in the conference could get one of these two to the top spot by the end of the year. St. Thomas won the first meeting, 79-66 to over North Dakota State. The Tommies are number one on offense and number two on defense in the conference. But they've looked less than stellar of late, losing on the road at Denver by 17. They lost at Nebraska-Omaha by four, and they lost by one in overtime at South Dakota. North Dakota State has won three consecutive games at home. This is a revenge spot. And it's the time of year that Dave Richmond teams start to peak here. So give me the bison at home. It's North Dakota State plus the one and a half over St. Thomas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Then the final game on the card for me is in the Big Ten. It's Ohio State plus the three and a half at Minnesota. So for all the line moves I had on the card, this one did not move. All of my favorites, I lost value. But this game is still sitting at three and a half. It's okay to disagree. I know each game is unique, but when Minnesota is 22 or yeah, 22 and three against the spread, it's so crazy. I have to double check the math all the time. They have overachieved significantly this season. And I believe that things tend to level out just a little bit. So I'm going to continue to fade the Golden Gophers until the last game of the year. I'm not chasing money here. I'm just staying the course. Give me the Buckeyes of Ohio State plus the three and a half at Minnesota. Then your coin flips on the card in the NBA. I selected the Boston Celtics at the Chicago Bulls. Total of 225. Tails it is. I'm on the under 225 between the Celtics and the Bulls. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the New York Rangers at the New Jersey Devils. Total of six and a half here. Tails it is again. I'm on the under six and a half between the Rangers and the Devils. Your trivia question answer. Three couches have taken five different teams to the NC2A tournament. Your answer, Lon Kruger, Tubby Smith, and Rick Pitino. Lon Kruger is the only guy to take four different teams to the Sweet 16. He took Kansas State, Florida, UNLV, and Oklahoma. He also took Illinois to the big dance. That was his fifth team. Meanwhile, for Tubby Smith, he took Tulsa, 
Georgia, Kentucky, Minnesota, and Texas Tech to the big dance. And Rick Pitino, I thought it was going to be number six this year. Still a chance, but doubtful at this point. He's taken Boston U, Providence, Kentucky, Louisville, and Iona. And soon to be, at some point, St. John's will be number six for him, I would expect. But those are your three that have taken five teams to the NC2A tournament. But now, let's recap my card for a Thursday. It's good to be back in the saddle, but I'm a little rusty. Just taking one night off. In the America East, I have Maine, minus the four and a half against UMBC. In the CAA, I have Hofstra, minus the three and a half against Drexel. In the American, it's Florida Atlantic, minus the six and a half against SMU. In the Pac-12, it's Arizona State, plus the two and a half against Washington. In the WAC, I have Seattle, minus the five and a half against Stephen F. Austin. In the Summit, I'm on North Dakota State, plus the one and a half against St. Thomas. In the Big Ten, it's Ohio State, plus the three and a half at Minnesota. NBA, Celtics and the Bulls under the 225. NHL, Rangers and Devils under the six and a half. So that's my card for Thursday. Enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.